before I say something about the gospel and about the first reading, which are both beautiful, I'd like to say a few words about the saint whom we honor today. I thought he is important. John Chrysostom, Bishop and Doctor of the Church, Patron Saint of Preachers, Patron Saint of Istanbul, one of the four great doctors of the Eastern Church. He was also ascetic and he became Bishop of Constantinople. Saint John is named Chrysostom. Do you know what is the meaning of the name Chrysostom? Because John was famous for his eloquence. He was a gifted orator. He was an excellent speaker. He was an excellent preacher. And believe it or not, during his lifetime, he could preach as long as two hours and people would still remain interested to listen to John Chrysostom. The name Chrysostom means golden mouth or golden tongue. That is why I'd like to encourage our young seminarians, develop your speaking ability, develop your writing skills, read more, write more, talk well, learn a new language later on because you are going to be future missionaries and when you become priests, I challenge you, you do your best to preach excellently, preach clearly. Ma look at your grammar, mind your diction, mind your cadence, your vocabulary, your self-confidence. There are many things that we can attend to as we try to imitate the example and the model of St. John Chrysostom. Allow me to say a few words also about our gospel for today. The gospel reading is a miracle story. It is a story of raising the dead back to life. There is a son of the widow at Nain who was raised back to life by the Lord. Probably I should start with a question. Have you ever experienced death in your own family? Have you ever experienced death in your immediate family? Have you ever experienced losing a parent or losing a sibling or losing somebody close to you? I had this experience when my father passed away in 1989. I was a four-year-old priest. I had a similar experience when my mother passed away in 2005. I was a 20-year-old priest. My dear brothers and sisters, the gospel reading for today has a beautiful and rich message for us about life and about death, about the mercy and the compassion of God. 
I have two points, but I will only discuss and reflect with you on one point. Only one point. Number one, the gospel today tells us of the pathos and the poignancy of human life. It tells us about the pathos and the poignancy of human life. It tells us of a widow whose only son died. And we say, what a tragedy. She is already a widow. Her husband died previously. And now, the only son also died. In other words, in her life, there is no more male agency. Some people say that it is more painful to experience losing a child than losing a parent or losing a spouse because the death of a young man is also not something easy to understand. The death of a young person is a nightmare. It is a particularly absurd experience because the promise of a human being with a life yet to be lived is forever curtailed. He was a young life with so much possibilities but nipped in the bud. He was physically snatched away from his mother forever. And for a woman to have lost her only son in a patriarchal society meant that she was without any male agency. Her fate or destiny was grim, and pity the grieving mother who grieved alone. There was nobody else grieving with a grieving mother. When I was reflecting about this, suddenly I remembered the Blessed Virgin Mary at the foot of the cross, the sorrowful mother whose memory we will celebrate this coming Thursday. Young people are so full of life. Young people are full of exuberance, of vitality, of energy, of aggressiveness, of zest, and of goals and dreams. But suddenly, life is gone forever. I'd like to address our online mass goers very quickly. Very briefly. One of our seminarians here at Christ the King lost his only sibling in a fire that gutted their house somewhere here in Quezon City. There are two children of the couple. The older one, the male one, is a seminarian at Christ the King. The younger is about 11 or 12 years old. She perished in a fire. And she did not, she's not the only one who perished in that fire. The cousins, both seven, both young, seven and five, also succumbed and also died in the fire. They lost their house. They lost the only young princess in the family. 
very young. And you can imagine how inconsolable the parents and our seminarian is. I am appealing for, for some help for the family. If you want to help, and if you want to send some help, please use our GCash numbers that I will post in a little while towards the end of the Mass. Please help them because the family is very simple. The family is simple. We will pray for the three children who perish in the fire. We will pray for them in our Mass today. But at the same time, we pray for the parents and for our seminarians so that even if this tragedy, it's like a night nightmare happen in the family, eventually, eventually, they will find some healing of memories. It will take time. It will take time. Healing of memories for the family, for the parents, and for the boy with us. And you know, I heard that the two children, the cousins, the young children, cousins of our seminarian, the mother is working as an OFW abroad. The father is here. When tragedy strikes, yeah, we realize that sometimes life is full of surprises. We do not know what is going to hit us. We do not know what is going to come to us. Amen.